Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. It's a Monday. And how was your weekend? Oh, that's great. News, information, all kinds of stuff. Right after this, call a friend, tell them we're on the air. Well, I'm still into my Thanksgiving kick. I'll ask again, what are we thankful for? You know, we often remember to thank him for things that are positive happening in our lives. But in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, it says that we're to give thanks in, oh, in all things, which includes difficult times as well as happier circumstances. So is it difficult today for you or is it a happy time? Of course, thanking God for something painful may be illogical, but it's not. There are a number of reasons why, no matter what we're going through. It's truly good to give thanks to the Lord, Psalm 92.1. First reason, Psalm 107, verse 1, which tells us to give thanks to the Lord for He is good. And then our gratitude magnifies the Lord. He is glorified when we acknowledge His goodness and thank Him for His continued blessings. And thankfulness reinforces our faith, doesn't it? When we remember how God has met our needs, protected us, answered cries for help, our trust in Him is then strengthened. Yeah, it's easy to be grateful when we've received something we've desired for a long time. But God wants us to express thanksgiving in everything. Remember that. What in the world is going on? Well, not everyone in America is nuts. A new poll just revealed a huge number of you say that transgender movement adopted by a Joey and a major part of his term's agenda gone way too far. The survey from Summit.org, working with McLaughlin and Associates, has found that at least 75% of voters who have an opinion on this issue say the transgender movement has gone way too far by encouraging underage minors to use drugs and surgery to mutilate their bodies. No kidding. See, we're waking up. The poll was of a thousand likely general election voters. It was done October the 12th through the 17th. The results highlighted by the Washington Stand this week. Americans disagree on many issues, of course, but they are united in saying the transgender movement has gone too far. Well, that's, that's something anyway. Sometimes you just say, is everybody crazy here but me? Well, you know, right? Well, that's one of those things everybody is shaking their heads about. Several elected demon, Democrats, Democrats, despite a great deal of success there in 2022 in the midterm cycle, have chosen to end their relationship with the Democratic Party in recent weeks, raising concern over whether the party may be suffering from a retention problem as political divides continue to widen in the United States of America, all levels of government, local, state, federal. Elected officials there, once labeled Democrats, announced that after the recent terms, they were switching parties to become independent voices. You see, I think anybody that would be a part of the uh, Democratic Party doesn't have just a uh, political problem. I, I think you'd have to have a mental problem. Oh, I, I know. Forgive me. Here comes the IRS. Here comes the IRS. Right down your private lane. What? Americans who made money online this year could be in for potentially brutal shockwaves when they file for their taxes in 2023. Where's Uncle Sam? Hey, it's all because beginning next year, taxpayers must report to the IRS transactions of at least $600 that are received through payments on apps like PayPal and Cash App and uh, Venmo, all of those. It used to be $20,000, $600.
Uncle Sam is watching you. I know, I know, it's it's probably me, but I hate to wait a few minutes extra when the plane lands, just sitting there. Well, several, and I've flown Delta so many times, several Delta airline passengers had to spend hours on the tarmac. Oh, just shoot me. That was at Boston's Logan International because of the weather. Then hours more stuck in baggage claim on Monday morning as wintry weather blew through eastern Massachusetts. It is a mess. Oh, that's just, that's horrific. <laughs> I can't think of too many things worse than that. The passengers, oh yeah, they were real mad. All I want for Christmas is not to get one of the trivirals. What? I mean, it's a catastrophe. Coast to coast COVID on the rise. I see the mass coming back. 500,000 cases in the last week or so. What? So you got COVID coming back. You got RSV. That's a problem, especially for young people. And then you got the standard flu bug. We are under attack. Thanksgiving spurred on more respiratory infections and an already busy virus season, they say. The coming holidays could be even worse, according to public health officials. The flu continues to surge at the highest level in years. Oh, boy. COVID-19 infection levels have recently increased all over the country heading into the holidays. Wastewater and federal hospitalization data is showing that, I guess. The rising virus increases the risk for vulnerable groups, including us older Americans, following an unusually early season of that uh, RSV which most often impacts small kids and has filled beds in pediatric hospitals all over the country. We've got a lot of sickness here at the Patton household this Monday. RSV infection levels are showing signs of cooling off a bit, but they remain highly elevated, as does the flu and the COVID-19 infections. My, oh my. I know, I know, it's, it's probably me, but I hate to wait a few minutes extra when the plane lands, just sitting there. Well, several, and I've flown Delta so many times, several Delta airline passengers had to spend hours on the tarmac. Oh, just shoot me. That was at Boston's Logan International because of the weather. Then hours more stuck in baggage claim on Monday morning as wintry weather blew through eastern Massachusetts. It is a mess. Oh, that's just... That's horrific. <laughs> I can't think of too many things worse than that. The passengers, oh yeah, they were real mad. More news right after this important message. Well, I used to do a lot of running almost daily since I was 12 years of age, but in 2012, a knee replacement has stopped all of that. What do you think goes through the minds of people who run, like in a marathon? It's not unusual for them to think about crossing the finish line. If they let themselves dwell on how long and painful and difficult this whole thing is, it could easily fail for them. With regards to our aspirations, we would be wise to follow a similar thought pattern. If we permit ourselves to think about obstacles in our path, you're less likely to succeed. God's vision is for us to share the message of hope all over the world, according to Luke 24. It's like a marathon. It's a huge task, and many Christians feel all the nations. That, that's just too big an assignment. Other believers stop because of a language barrier or maybe safety. Everybody's concerned about their own welfare. And some just don't know how to start, so they let insecurity deter them. But Jesus' mandate must translate into our 
obedience to Him, which means we must overcome those hindrances. What mental limitations have you put on sharing the good news of the gospel with the world? As for forgiveness from God, refocus on what your goals are in your Christian walk and tell the Lord that you are available. Here am I, Lord. Send me. Wow, more and more information coming out that uh, oh, so many of the big tech companies, Twitter and Facebook, colluded with the government to try to put Donald Trump down. And this thing of Russia and that whole nonsense, 51 intelligence officers are going to be called on the carpet and maybe go to jail for their part. Elon Musk blowing the lid off of all of this stuff as he releases these things. It is just incredible and scary. I continue to say what those in the know know. You and I know nothing about what's going on in this country. That just makes me ill. This goes along with it. Former President Donald Trump, he was banned from Twitter forever. The day after former First Lady Michelle Obama and others demanded that the company permanently remove him, according to the newest Twitter files, on Saturday, CEO Elon Musk and journalist Michael Schellenberger released the fourth batch of Twitter documents that show internal communications by the company's executives between January the 6th and the 8th, including and shortly after the riot at the Capitol. Among the files, Schellenberger reported internal and external pressure, including from the First Lady, fell on the company calling for Trump to be banned from using Twitter. Well, they're upset, maybe rightly so, in the family of one of the four University of Idaho victims killed in that shocking home invasion where four were just slaughtered last month, looking to raise reward money now for information in that case as the investigation hits a four-week mark with no arrest or any publicly identified suspects. Well, you probably heard about this one. The Lockerbie bombing suspect was taken into custody on Sunday. The United States has taken custody of the alleged Pan Am Flight 103 bomb maker, Abul Ajili Mohammed Masarad K. Al Marimi. That, according to the Department of Justice, he is expected to make his initial appearance today in U.S. District Court. Additional details, including information regarding the Public access to his initial appearance, all going to be forthcoming, they say. That was awful. Lockerbie, Scotland. Most of those killed, 259, were Americans. Hundreds of unsuspecting people got a pleasant surprise, and I'm sure they were very thankful. They were approached by strangers on the street, and instead of someone asking for something, these people had something to give away for free. Bouquets of flowers. The only catch, keep one, keep one, and give the second bouquet away in order to keep spreading the the kindness. Now, that's a good idea. The kindness campaign was called Pedal. Pedal it forward. And was created by the Society of American Florists. Good idea. Florists from every state participated, giving away flowers right there on the street in offices, anywhere they could just spread the love. That's a great idea. You and I have a real... Love story, though, to spread, don't we? Yeah. Hand the flower and then maybe a gospel track along with it. And speaking of Thanksgiving, here's one. Thank you, sir, for saving my life. 
That's what one woman sang today to a good Samaritan who pulled her from a burning car. Rescued from a burning car, 63-year-old woman thanks Sebastian Picardi of San Dimas over the phone. Picardi was walking his dog there when he witnessed a 2015 Mustang crash into a concrete barrier and steel guardrail, flames emerging from the dash. Picardi sprung into action and pulled the 63-year-old out of the burning vehicle. Oh, Sebastian, thank you for saving my life. I really, excuse me for a minute. I really felt the full impact of what happened, she said. Picardi was honored by the local sheriff's department, I guess. I knew it wasn't my imagination. Vegetables through the roof. $16 salad. Oh, veggie prices in the U.S. have surged 38% in November alone and are up more than 80% on an annual basis. And they say because there's not enough water to grow vegetables due to the mega drought out west. Now you know. For moviegoers, Avatar 2 is here. The sequel to the highest grossing movie ever in U.S. history will hit theaters on Friday. Runs three hours and ten minutes. Hmm. That sounds a lot like my Sunday morning <laughs> message. Uh, only everybody is asleep after the first 20 minutes. I don't know. Well, I really had a big blessing over the weekend. It wasn't all that long ago. Made some plans with a pastor friend down in Tennessee to get a golden retriever. I always loved those animals, and I wanted one for years and years and years, and uh, got it as a birthday present one year. Miss Liz, oh, she was wonderful, and, and Sadie, oh, love those female golden retrievers. I was kind of Excited they're going to drive down to Tennessee and get that dog. And then, uh, boy, wasn't any time at all after we made that decision, the pastor got in touch and said that there was a boy who had some major problems, who loved that dog and wanted it. And my thoughts, without hesitation, give that boy the dog, brother. I really haven't thought about it for a while, other than my wife and I have prayed about it. We've talked about it. Should we get another dog with all these little grandchildren running around? We're not sure how that's going to work either. But anyway, usually we have breakfast, men's breakfast on Saturday morning. I missed last week, and one of the men said, hey, there was a guy in the church parking lot, had some beautiful golden retrievers, a couple of pups, just, oh, gorgeous animals. And I said, yeah. And he said, well, I know you're interested. Once I did you talk to him? No. So I asked, was he selling them or why? I said, I'm not sure. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, to make a long story short, the guy was at the restaurant again, and, and, and Leo, my friend, said, hey, I think that's the guy that had the dogs. Let me go over and talk to him. I said, yeah, would you? So he went over, and he said, yeah, he'll come over and talk to you as soon as they're finished with their breakfast over there. So, indeed, he came over, John, and he gave me his card, and on it were three crosses and some verses, and his name and address. And he said, I understand you're interested in golden retrievers. I said, yeah, I had a couple and love those animals and interested in what you have. And he said, well, why don't you stop over to the, the house soon? Give me a call and come on over. I said, fine. He said, the next litter is due in April. I said, fantastic. I said, I want one. And didn't know anything about him at that time. Kind of curious, wonder what that would cost. That didn't matter. But here was the caveat. He said, I love golden retrievers, and I give them away. What? I'm going to get a free dog in April? Oh, God is good.
You never know. Sometimes he says, wait. Hey, who said that? A people that values its privileges above its principles soon loses both. President Dwight D. Eisenhower. Where's my Bible? Life 101. Right after this. Well, are you happy today? The key to all of that is God in control. Yes, he is. Not long ago, I shared an early picture of the family. And boy, we got a hundred responses <laughs> in just a few hours. People all over the place just commenting on, well, it was a good-looking family, all except for the man in the picture. I guess the question is, what is your life defined by? Are you winning today? Are you losing today? Happy? Sad? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Of course all of this affects you, but the Bible is true, my friend. It is correct. It is perfect. You and I got to get on with our Christian life, regardless of what's happening around you. Today may be a great day for you. Today you might be in the pits for any number of reasons. You may be filing bankruptcy today, or you've lost a loved one. God is in control. That's been our attitude for quite some time at Greg Patton Ministries, my friend. Get in touch with us. Yeah, gregpatton.com. Appreciate all the information you've been sending me. We want to thank you again for supporting Greg Patton Ministries through this radio program and thank all of the churches that have had us in their pulpits and have supported us as well. God bless each and every one of you. Well, we're getting ready to celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. We had Thanksgiving. I even talked about, I'm really on the topic this year for some reason, giving thanks. So I'll ask again because it's that time of year to think about it a whole lot. Are you a grateful person? Do you do a lot of thanksgiving? Most of us would probably classify ourselves that way, especially this time of year, when we typically, well, we take inventory of all the blessings of God. But listen, honestly, as you pray, do you find that your thank yous quickly give way to kind of a list of requests? In Psalm 92, 1 says, it is good to give thanks to the Lord. It was a lesson that God's been trying to reach his children with for a long time. Shortly after the Israelites were freed from Egyptian bondage, he issued commandments for how they were to live, and those included a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Read Leviticus 22. The value of thanking God, why would the Lord be so concerned about the Hebrews' gratitude? For over 400 years they were slaves in Egypt. They were surrounded by heathens and exposed to that country's false religion. Now, after their supernatural deliverance across the Red Sea, suddenly they were free. Deuteronomy 6, 20-23. The Lord was establishing a new nation, and he knew how critical it was that the people understand this foundational truth. He was the one true God. I like that chorus, by the way, one true God. In addition, he wanted to protect them from intermingling and falling into idolatry. So easy to do, even today, very easy to do today. And that would threaten not only their well-being, but also their witness to the entire world. And so it was God's desire to get the young nation's attention fixed on him. That's one reason he required thank offerings twice each day, two times a day. In carrying out this commandment, the priest stayed focused upon the one who was their creator, their deliverer, their provider, and their guide. God is in control. Remember that today. 
Their sacrifices were also frequent visible reminders to the community that they all owed their freedom, owed their life, and therefore their devotion to the miracle-working God Jehovah. Just as the Israelites were to recall the Lord's blessing and offer thanks each morning and evening, believers today ought to follow that pattern, don't you think? No matter what is currently going on in your life, again, whether you're happy or sad today, we're all blessed. God deserves our appreciation. As an example, He created us and gives us each breath, each day, each second. He cares for us. He helps us. He shows His love to us in so many countless ways. And most of all, He sent His Son Jesus to die in our place and deliver us from the power of sin. And knowing that we will have eternity in His presence, that ought to make our hearts absolutely overflow with gratitude and at least mentally we ought to do some cartwheels today. And yet, thanking God may not come naturally to us because we live in a culture that in many ways is ungrateful and takes so much for granted. In such an atmosphere of entitlement, that's America today, entitlement, it's easy to let thoughts drift toward what we want instead of expressing appreciation for what we already have. And this can be true of many Christians who have such awesome blessings as well, divine love, eternal life, the forgiveness of your sins, just to name three. But ingratitude in any sort does not fit the believer. Failure to thank the Lord is a serious thing because in essence you're saying, this is my life. I can do what I want to do. We should constantly be mindful that every single aspect of our being was a creation of Almighty God. And that's why so many scripture verses emphasize praise and worship. The Heavenly Father wants His children to recognize Him as the source of everything they have. So let me say it again. You can't hear it too much. Appreciation, therefore, should be a vital part of every Christian's life. Are you doing that today? And that twice a day they were to give those thank offerings. Yeah, you and I need to stop. I thank God. I remember when I was first saved, and time has a way of changing things. But I would drive a path from our home there in Cherubusco to Columbia City, about eight miles, and oftentimes thinking that I was saved, no longer going to hell. God had changed my life, restored my marriage, had given me kids. I would drive down the road alone, crying like a baby. Isn't that something? Why? I just couldn't believe it was this great that a Christian could have this great a feeling inside. You don't have to have really anything. I have met some great Christians on the streets of New York City and, and right here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. One of them went from walking the streets and bathing in a filling station bathroom to now a very wealthy man here in our community. God just continued to lift him up as he was a soul winner every day and every day telling others how to live the Christian life. God just made his business boom, and he went from walking to driving a sports car. Well, that's another story. I'm just simply saying, my friend, give God thanks and praise always. It will be such a blessing to you because you are being obedient to Almighty God. And one of my favorite taglines in all of this is that is a great way to live and a great way to die. Serving Jesus, being thankful. Do it today. And finally, it is a, a good question. Attending a wedding for the first time, the little girl whispered to mom, Hey, why is the bride dressed in white? 
Because white is the color of happiness, and today is the happiest day of her life, honey. The child thought for a moment and then asked, So why is the groom wearing black? <laughs> we'll just leave it there. Thanks for joining us yesterday. Some of you, thanks for joining me on Facebook, Greg, G-R-E-G, Pat, B-T-T-E-N. Tell folks we're here every day. Past programs available at gregpatton.com and on the Internet every day as well. And that's the way it is. Monday, December the 12th, 2022. I am Greg Patton. God bless. Enjoy the remainder of your day.